Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. Hey. All right. Welcome to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah. Having a good day. Let's start the pod. Welcome back. Uh, so this man, this little stint I'm doing out here. I flew to Honolulu. I don't know if I covered this. I can't remember the last thing I talked about on this podcast, but. I flew from Bermuda to, no, I flew from, flew to Bermuda, then I was, where did I fly back from? Charleston, South Carolina, got an early flight, got to hang out with my family a little bit, then I, uh, why's my screen not, there we go, uh, then uh, I flew to Hawaii, got on this boat, this ship in Hawaii, and I had a show that night, and I was still pretty much on East Coast time, right? Because Bermuda was four hours ahead of LA time, and then uh, then I was three hours behind LA time, and my show was at 10:30 at night. After all this travel and lack of sleep, that was one of the longest days. I was just waiting for my show, and I was so tired. And I go, I probably got to take a nap so my brain can, you know, readjust, get some fuel into it, you know. So I took a nap and I set multiple alarms. You gotta know yourself, you know what I mean? Sometimes if I need to wake up for a flight, I could set one alarm and I just pop right out of bed. I know I have to get to that plane or something. But when I had these long travel days, I knew I was gonna need to set multiple alarms. I was turning off the alarm and setting new alarms for every five minutes until I literally had to just get up and get ready and go to do my show. I was so tired. You ever wake up from a nap and you're happy that you got that hour in, but your body is just, your arms and your legs and your feet and your knees and your thighs, everything is just, every part of you is tired. It's, I just feel like your body's still asleep and your brain woke up. So that's how tired I was. Then I did the show and uh, yeah. Anyway, so then I did, so then I had to do three shows the next night and that was fun. And then I had to do one the next night and that was fun. And then I just have three days off because we're not stopping anywhere until we get back to L.A. So I am just chilling on the ship with nothing to do. Yesterday was Yom Kippur. So I fasted from two nights ago. Yeah, whatever. I fasted for 24 hours. Ah, then I grubbed out, got myself a bottle of wine. Uh, (laughs) And I... I was like, oh, I'll probably drink like, you know, I'll celebrate, you know, breaking the fast, have a little wine by myself, a little solo Yom Kippur celebration. And uh, I drank the whole bottle of wine. And I woke up this morning and I was looking at texts. I texted my mom, oh yeah, I just smoked cigars with these other comics and now I'm going to get waiting on my pizza. And then I, <laughs> I read it and I go, oh yeah. I ate a whole pizza last night <laughs> before I went to the cafeteria to eat. So, now you fast. F- 
fasting actually wasn't even that bad. I asked my buddy Dante, who's a model and a nutrition specialist guy. I said, hey man, what do I need to eat so I can stay full longer because I'm fasting. I asked him, this is on Kol Nidre, which is the, uh, the, like right before Yom Kippur or whatever. Like, so the last meal, right? Before the fast. And he said, fats and protein. So I went to the cafeteria, you know, as the sun's going down, before the sun totally goes down, and I had myself some chicken breast, I had some fatty stuff, you know. Uh, so it wasn't that bad. It actually was not that bad, not that anyone cares. Um, I had a couple funny things happen when I first got on the ship. I didn't, I'm not used to this, that, the, what do you call it? The, why can't I think of the word? The outlay? <laughs> that is not the word. The outlay of the ship? The way the ship is laid out, okay, I think there's a word for that. It's not outlay. The way the ship's laid out, um, so I get in this elevator, and it looked like an elevator. It was one of the crew elevators, that, and I, I don't I didn't think I should be in there. And then I just heard it going, and I thought I was going down, like, really far. Like, where am I going? I started to panic. I actually got slightly claustrophobic and panicked. And I'm like, where's this elevator taking me? I don't know where I'm going. I think I'm going down to some, like, super deep level where I shouldn't be. I don't know why I was panicking about it. Long story short, the elevator wasn't even going anywhere. I hadn't pushed a button yet. I don't know why I thought it just started to move without me. It just kind of sounded like it was. So uh, then I saw an Indian guy. I was so out of it that first night. I saw an Indian guy that I thought I knew. So I gave him the smile and the head nod like, hey, hey, buddy. Because I thought it was this guy that I know who's on a completely different ship. And that guy probably thought I was a psychopath. <laughs> you ever just head nod and smile at somebody? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Good to see you again. And they're like, I've never seen you before in my life. And then I was in the cafeteria, and this lady, I swear she was looking right at me, and she said something, but she had this thick European, Eastern European accent. And I go, what was that? And she goes, I'm talking to him. And there was a guy right behind me. <laughs> Just a complete idiot. I am so dumb. So it's always embarrassing, right? You think someone's talking to you? Yeah, hey. It's like when someone's waving at you. Hey, what's up? And they're like, no, no, not you. Oh, okay, I am... A total loser. <laughs> I'm smiling with my hand way above my head, waving it. Um, all right, here's another thing. This kind of chaps my hide a little bit, and I know I'm about to come off like an alky, like a total alcoholic, but so on these ships, they have a bunch of duty-free merchandise, right? They have a bunch of duty-free liquor bottles too, and I never buy them. Oh, I get a discount too. I get 20% discount, and they also have these deals all the time, so there's really good deals. If you guys are drinkers listening to this, you know a bottle of alcohol is usually a fifth, you know, 750 milliliters. Well, I'm trying not to move because this chair is super creaky and this ship moves a lot. I mean, my equilibrium is going to be so fucked when I get off this ship. Um, I got to pick up my kids right away too. I'll just be driving on the freeway thinking the freeway is rocking left to right. <laughs> my kids are like, Daddy, why are you driving like this? So... Anyways, they got some great deals, and they also have some good bottles, you know, some decent bottles. So, And with my discount and the deal, oh, oh, this is my point. Their, their bottles are one liter. They're duty-free bottles, so they're bigger. 
and some of them are priced the same as what you get a 750 milliliter one for and then you add in the fact that there's a deal and then it's priced even better sometimes and then i get my 20 percent off so you get some great deals right sometimes there's stuff on clearance they're trying to get rid of so there's a you know, even better deal long story short i was all excited because this ship's going back to la i'm like hey i'm gonna stock up on some bourbon i like bourbon i like to sip on some bourbon okay they had a deal, Bullet, which is a decent bourbon, you know, and I like it. It's uh, one that I like. It's not my favorite. It's not the best, but it's good, you know. Two liters, okay, two bottles for 50 bucks, which is 40 bucks for me because I get 20% off, right? I was all excited about this. And then they had Jim Beam Black, which is actually really underrated, I think. I've had that before, and I think it's really good. So that was on this crazy sale. A bottle was only $13.88. So with my thing, it was like 11 bucks. So I was like, cool, I'm gonna get this bottle of Jim Beam Black. I'll get these two bottles of Bullet. Like, this is great. I'm gonna get three liters of really decent bourbon for 51 bucks, you know? Come to find out, guys, there's a rule that crew members can only get one bottle. What? And then I thought maybe I could get around that rule because I'm not a regular crew member. I'm, I'm, I'm like, they call me like a guest entertainer because I fly on and do these shows, you know? So I know that not all the crew rules apply to me. So the guys in there were like, yeah, like you can only get one bottle. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And then in my head I thought, maybe this rule doesn't apply to me and they're confused because not everybody knows all the different rules for guest entertainers. So then I asked the lady who would know, the one who's gonna have to give me my bottles or whatever, and she goes, yeah, that rule applies to you. That sucks, man, come on. That means I can never do the two for deal. So I said to him, I go, so, even, so I can't even get like these two bottles of bullet? Cause they're like, no, so I can't even do the deal, but it's two for 50, man, come on. They had some good stuff too. I was gonna get my, I thought maybe they'd have like a really nice bottle of tequila. I was gonna get that for my in-laws for uh their anniversary they just had, but nope. Nope, nope, nope. Anyways, I got that Jim Beam Black because I can only get one bottle. And it was 11 bucks. Look it up, guys, okay? Give it a Google right now. I love a deal. Everybody that knows me knows I love a deal. Uh, people say Jews are cheap. I don't know about that. I, a, lot of, a lot of Jews I know are some of the most generous people. But I do love a deal, I'll tell you that. I love, oh, my timer went off. I almost caught that before it, it interrupted the podcast. Um, I love a deal. Who doesn't love a deal though? You know what I mean? I don't understand that. Am I, is that a Jewish thing that I love a deal? I feel like everybody loves a deal. So, all right, moving on. I couldn't get the bourbon. That stinks. I got one bottle. Not bad though, you know? Life's not perfect, guys. Life isn't perfect. Um, oh man, I saw, I'm not gonna, say who it is but because it's someone I know that I saw that's reminding me of it people who when they're on camera or you know when on like social media or just when there's a camera in their face when they shout out themselves on like I don't understand the mental process to do that you know what I'm talking about when you see a video and some guys like yo shout out to me shout out to me blah blah, blah. and also that's how these guys going, we're in the building. They were outside. They were outside on a sidewalk, outside a building in the video. And they're like, we in the building. You know, we're in the building. Like, I get it, okay. There's different cultural slang and stuff. 
what the fuck is that? That's so dumb though, right? That makes no sense. And these were adults, they weren't kids. I get it when you're kids. When I was a kid, I said a lot of dumb stuff and you thought certain things were cool. These are people in their 30s going, yeah, you know, we out here, we in the building. It's like, you're outside a building right now. What are you talking about? I hate that. It just makes no sense. How do you, do you want like your kids to talk like that? You know what I mean? Do you want, do you want to raise people who say stuff that stupid? And shouting out yourself, people were like, oh, shout out to this person. Shouting out the person next to you, too. There's two people in this video that I'm thinking of. And one guy's like, oh, shout out to blah, blah, blah. Like, he's there, dude. Do you need to shout him out? He's right there. You can't just say, like, hey, this is so-and-so. He actually did say, he's like, this is so-and-so. Shout out to, it's like, he's in the video. Aren't you supposed to shout out people not in the video? And then they both kept saying, we're in the building. And then he goes, shout out to myself. Like, shout out to myself because I because I was great or something tonight. <laughs> Fucking what? How do you live with yourself? You know what I mean? I'm not saying there's a, you're a bad person, but do you really think you're not stupid? I mean, I'm not the smartest person in the world at all. I don't think I'm smarter than everybody. Uh, I, I don't think I'm better than anyone. But I do think I'm better than people who say we're, I'm in the building when I'm outside a building. And shout out to myself. That is such a weird, how do you live that life? I would love to be inside that person's brain while they're saying it, just to know if they're thinking how awesome, like, do they just wake up and go, oh man, I just woke up, I just had some great dreams, I'm in the building, shout out to me, I slept eight hours last night, that's some good sleep right there, shout out to me, shout out to me on this good sleep. <laughs> it's fucking, how do you not think you're dumb? Like, how do you not look at that and then they post it, you know what I mean? So they did look at it, they posted it, they want people to see it. I've done a lot of dumb stuff. I've done stuff dumber than that, right, in my life. I would not be proud to post it. It's just embarrassing. So anyways, shout out to me for that little rant, you know? I'm in the building right now. <laughs> shout out to me. The multiple shout outs to yourself too. Unbelievable. Unreal. I can't. The only time I think that that's funny, or was funny, was... Um, when Carmelo Anthony, the basketball player, uh, he won, what did he win? I think he won the the Naismith Basketball Player of the Year or something in college. He went one year to Syracuse. They won a title. He dominated college basketball. And I think in that speech, he gave, uh, he thanked a bunch of people. And then he said, I'd also like to thank myself because like I work really hard. But like he laughed when he said it, I think. And uh, if I remember correctly, that was funny. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, and also me, like I'm putting all the hard work, like that's kind of funny. But just saying shout out to me, blah, blah, I kill it, that's, I don't know, so weird. Uh, here's a question I wrote down for myself, and I want to pose it to you guys. Oh, real quick, I should I always forget to mention early now, if you're listening, please rate the podcast five stars if you haven't yet, leave a review, really helps, really helps me out. I saw a lot of people been doing it, appreciate it. Uh, five star, just scroll up. You keep scrolling or scroll down or whatever and just click five stars. Super easy. You can click write a review. You make it short. just helps out. Uh, some people, I forgot to mention it to some audiences I worked uh, in front of last week. And then I saw two people from that week just randomly found my podcast. I never mentioned it. And they wrote reviews, which was really cool. They said uh, where they saw me and stuff. So that's really cool. I really, really appreciate it. So 
you guys could do that. Um, if you think this is worth your time, then I really appreciate it, and maybe share it with a friend or something. Go, like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. So uh, I'll find my, I'll find my rhythm too. Like once I'm back, you know, I could, I, I want to like do more of like going through some articles and different things and giving my opinion on stuff. These are just more rants about random stuff because I don't have full internet access, which kind of sucks being out here. So I have to see like what's going on on Twitter, which is just a hellhole. Uh, all right, so here's the question. Uh, in the show notes, by the way, my email is always in there. You can email me with uh, any critiques, responses, anything you want to say. Uh, why do we wash our hands after wiping our butts? Why do we wash our hands after wiping our butts? I know I sound gross for even asking that question. I honestly think just because you wiped your butt, people, like, I think people always kind of wash their hands after they take a poop, right? But when guys pee, sometimes guys don't wash their hands, and that, I mean, you're actually touching your dick. But I'm not touching my butthole when I wipe my butt. I mean, you take toilet paper and you wipe your butt, you're never touching your butt. There's no part of my hand that touches my butt, cheek, or my butthole. I don't know how you guys wipe, but I get it. It's good to just wash your hands in general. And I do wash my hands, don't get me wrong. I don't want anyone thinking I don't wash my hands. But I took a poop the other day, and then I wiped my butt, and I just thought, what's the... I was by myself, obviously, and I'm just, oh, why would I be with somebody else when I'm taking a shit? I was with some people. We were all shitting on the same toilet. Um, yeah, so then I just... I, was, I, I honestly... This is going to sound kind of gross. I was like, what's the need to wipe... to wash my hands? So I smelled my hand that I wiped with. Smelled totally fine. It didn't even have a hint of being a dirty poop hand. But we all are supposed to wash our hands after we wipe our butts. I don't think it's the end of the world if you don't... If you don't... If you use a lot of toilet paper, you're good. You're not even coming close. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, if the finger breaks through, this is, a, this is a wipe... This is a wash and a scrub. This is a hot water, a lot of soap, maybe wash twice, and you got a scrub. Um, but yeah, something popped in my head, guys. I don't know why we wipe our butts. Okay, uh, here's a little something that I guess guess made people go crazy. Uh, there is a video of Ellen DeGeneres and George W. Bush at um, a Dallas Cowboys game. They're they're both sitting in Jerry Jones's suite, and then people, at least on Twitter, where I have to live <laughs> when I'm on these ships, we're going crazy. Oh, how could she? George W. Bush is evil, and how could Ellen sit next to him, and all this stuff. I noticed that I didn't see anybody on the other side saying, Oh, George W. Bush, how could you kick it with Ellen? <laughs> She's a piece of shit. I don't know. Um, so people are losing their minds about it. First off, let me just get this out of the way. Rich people, wealthy people, elite people that are celebrities, a lot of them kick it, guys. Get over it. You know what I mean? You think that they're all on your side or whatever they they're all friends that's why I, I thought it was hilarious i still find it not hilarious but kind of just mind-boggling this chair is just so loud that people uh when uh in the last election was trump versus clinton i you know okay i get it some people were like oh man trump he's gonna be better and some people were like oh clinton you gotta vote for her okay the idea that they weren't kicking it for decades you know what I mean? That they weren't just elite, you know, quote unquote elite people, you know, with power and money who were hanging out with each other at events and getting along. It's just, 
that's so weird to me that people have that disconnect like oh my god Hillary's a great person and Trump's a bad person it's like look if you want to vote for Hillary instead of Trump because whatever fine but the idea that one of them is Satan and the other one is God was so weird to me I just I just couldn't wrap my mind around that that people really think that I'm not saying it's everyone that voted for Hillary Clinton thought that but there's like this group of them that seem to think Oh man, Trump is just so. How could you ever vote for Trump? Because he's such a bad person. But Hillary's a great person. It's like, well, how, what? Like they're like hanging out. They're at each other's, you know, kids' weddings or or not kids' weddings. Were they at the kids' weddings? Were they at the Trump's what? Trump's one keeps getting married at those weddings. Like they're just elite people. They hung around the same circles, uh, for the most part. And I don't know. So, anyways, and then I saw Ellen DeGeneres on her show. Gave a little speech to, you know, the viewers and the audience or whatever about how she's like, yeah, I got a lot of friends that disagree with me on stuff and I don't agree with and everything and, you know, can't we all just be nice to each other? And then she even said, like, George Bush is my friend and all this stuff. And people lost their minds about that. That is sad. Like, I get it. I get people who, you know, they're... Uh, you know, they, they fought in the war in Iraq or something. And I've talked to a lot of different military people have performed for the troops and there's no one opinion about the war in Afghanistan, the war in Iraq from the military. They are people just like the rest of us. They have mixed views on things. Some believe one thing, some believe another. They also have vastly different experiences. It's not like everybody who follows or whatever. So I get it if you lost somebody or something and you, and you want to blame uh, you know, President Bush or whatever and all this stuff. You know, I get how people it's fine to dislike uh, whatever, but um, just the idea that I don't know, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Just the idea that the president controls absolutely everything, and also the idea that the people lose their minds. I guess the the main point is uh, people lose their minds when somebody says, "Why can't we all just be decent to each other, even if we disagree on stuff?" And people lose their minds about that. That's sad. You know what I mean? I, I always bring it back to this. Don't you have people in your own family? who you disagree with on stuff. I have people in my family who I completely disagree with on political stuff and other stuff. And then we agree on a bunch of stuff. And I mean, for the most part, I don't talk to them about it, you know, because I know how far <laughs> to one side they are. But does that, does that mean I don't love my uncle or my aunt? Like they're great people, you know what I mean? Like they, politically, they're, I'll just say it, they're like really far to the left, like very, 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 very far to the left. And they like some politicians that I think are pieces of shit, but <laughs> you know what I mean? And But it's just like, they're still great. I love my aunt and uncle and I have cousins like that. I have uh, another cousin on the other side of my family who I remember around the election time, I posted something about how they're all like, you know, basically kind of like what I just said, like, you know, I didn't like any of the main candidates. And this is when it was still like Bernie and Hillary were still in and Trump or whatever. And, uh, my cousin, who I didn't realize, like he, I think he, I think his family, I think like his wife or something, like really liked Hillary Clinton or something, and he basically was, he like wrote something like, yeah, I see what you're saying about Bernie and Trump, but I don't really see where Hillary Clinton's done anything ever wrong or something. It was something like that. That was not exactly what he said. I'm paraphrasing the idea of what he said, but it was just like, okay, cool. Like he's really in on, like, I just, I don't get it. I don't get how people are so in on their candidate. Um... And it's, by the way, this is like, I saw, I would, did I tell a story before? I went to Politicon. I thought that'd be fun. 
And me and my buddy went. We actually got a little high. I think we had an edible or something. And went to Politicon thinking it'd be fun. You know, because we have, you know, follow politics. Kind of nowadays, everybody seems to follow it somewhat, a little bit. And uh, it's all over the place all the time. Dude, Politicon was insane. I thought everybody was insane. People were either crazy on the left or crazy on the right. There's people on one side... You see people like, oh yeah, we're we have a pussy hat weaving booth. You know, come over here and let's knit pussy hats together. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, those people. I've never want to hang out with those people. And then there's people dressed in full Make America Great Again like MAGA like outfits, not just a hat. You know, whatever. I get it if you like want to wear the hat because you support President Trump, but like just full outfits. Just and I'm like, this this person. You can't talk to that person. They're not going to budge on anything. You know what I mean? They're going to think every single thing Trump does is great. And there's people on the left like that, too. They think everything Bernie says is great. Everything Elizabeth Warren says is great or whatever. You know, whoever their person is. And it's just, dude, I think everyone's crazy. They're fucking nuts. Like, I'm sure I'm alienating some people listening to this right now. But it's like, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm just trying to find people who just want to be nice to people and are not completely batshit crazy all in on one side that's so weird to be all in on one side i think it's funny that some people are very like anti-religion but then they're also super in on their political ideology and they won't budge on anything they don't want to hear any like other facts or things that aren't being reported from their favorite news source (laughs) and it's like all right so you're not religious but your religion is your politics (laughs) like all right so anyways the Ellen and George Bush thing, I thought, I didn't vote for George Bush. I honestly wasn't really paying attention much back then. Um, and I just kind of voted Democrat because I was told I was a Democrat when I was a kid or whatever. So I'm pretty sure I voted. Did I vote for Al Gore? Was I, when was Al Gore? Was I able to vote? I, don't, I was not able to vote for Al Gore. I think John Kerry. I think I voted for him. And it's like, you know, but I wasn't paying attention back then. Um, and then uh, now I pay attention. I don't like anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but anyways, I the thing too is like when you hear about like personally, you hear people that actually know George W. Bush. He's supposed to be a, like a super nice guy, and I understand the whole like you know war stuff. I I think it'd be very interesting to see. I have so many different thoughts going on in my head. It's pretty obvious. But my, just to finish that other thought, you know, I think George Bush like just spends a bunch of time with this charity with veterans and stuff and you know he's supposedly people that know him not talking about like his wife and stuff or just political people but like people you know they say he's a really nice guy but also when you hear that stuff from celebrities I always think it's funny celebrities it's like of course politicians would be nice you're a celebrity they know you have a lot of people that you're going to reach out to and say oh I guess who I met I guess who's really nice Hillary Clinton or George Bush or whatever you know um, <clears throat> but I, I, I do think it'd be interesting I wonder what would have happened I mean, when we got attacked on 9-11, the country, like, really came together and everybody was like, we got to do something. I wonder what would have happened if uh, Al Gore was president, you know? I have no idea. You know, like, no one has any idea. Everyone could say, you know, oh, man, if if the so-and-so was president, then we would have done everything perfectly. Like, I don't know, man. That seems like a tough spot to be in and uh pretty weird so i thought ellen i'm, I'm not like some huge ellen DeGeneres fan i don't watch her show um, you know she's not like my favorite comedian or anything but uh i thought that was her speech was fucking fine dude i thought it was great hey like why can't we just like hang out and be nice to people we disagree with on stuff what's the big deal you know there's like a weird villainizing of people you disagree with now which i think is like really scary because I think some people don't realize how bad it gets, but 
online social media, people just get driven into their more and more into their niche, into their side because of the way the algorithms are and everything. So there's a there's I, I, when I grew up because I'm Jewish and uh, you know I think about the Holocaust and stuff and I learned about that at a really young age and you learn about it later in school and I you know studied it and everything and you know people everyone has this idiotic belief of oh how could this ever happen and the Holocaust by the way is not the only tragedy that's ever happened in the world there's all over the world throughout time there's been you know different groups you know, murdering uh, other groups. And you think, you know, as a kid, when you're young, you're like, man, how could this happen? How could, how could, uh, you know, people, how could it get to this point where people just don't care about, you know, Jews or don't care about gypsies or gay people and all this stuff. They think they just kill them or whatever, just because they're different and all this stuff. This is happening right now. Like people, all you do is you other, other people. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm, I'm on the left. Uh, all Republicans are evil. All Republicans are Nazis. Well, now you've made them not human. You know what I mean? You you dehumanize people, and then it's well, why would you care if something happened to them? And then hey, maybe someday you get in power and you take them out because they're bad people. You're doing a good thing, right? That's how it happens. And the same, it goes both ways. There's people on the right who are like, oh man, we need to get rid of all these, you know, whatever, like socialists or you know, on the left or. They're so stupid. They're 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 evil and all that stuff. But like when you make somebody else just because they hold a different opinion, and that opinion could be political, it could be religious, whatever. If you're not, if no one's hurting anybody else, like what's the big deal? And I get it. Politics is a little bit murkier of water because you know if people are trying to implement policies that will you know impact you in a negative way, then yeah, you're against that. It's fine. But then just be, you know be more active and you know voice your opinion but I think it's really scary how social media which most people aren't you know as involved especially Twitter and stuff like that but people are just crazy like they are just like so crazy on each side and they other and dehumanize the other side so much and uh, it's kind of scary I think it's scary because that's when you get people who get radicalized on both sides and they do attacks and you know whatever when people say things like I don't know. Whatever. I'm getting. I'm getting too political. I'm fucking. I'm done. But I just think the the othering of others is happening right in front of our face, and it's not good. And I think Ellen saying that is a good thing. You know, I don't see how that's a bad thing at all. All right. So the last thing I'm gonna talk about that was on my mind because I was getting all lost and I kept losing my train of thought just now. But uh, there are certain people also. This kind of ties in a little bit with what I was saying. Who think saying and there's some comedians that do this too and again i've said i've done material i've done jokes i've done bits that can be offensive to somebody that was never my intent or whatever i'm not trying to offend anyone and sometimes people hear something the wrong way and come up to me afterwards i'm like i didn't say that or that's not the point of the joke like it happens i'm not i'm not a super clean comic all the time or whatever fine but there's certain comics and just people who think saying horrible shit online makes them edgy or cool it's like this weird culture of like yeah look how much i don't give a fuck aren't i awesome because i don't fucking care i'll just say it man it's like we were just saying ignorant horrible shit <laughs> you know what i mean i don't i don't i don't get that and and if, if it's in the form of a joke okay fine like i'm not attacking any comedians for any like jokes or anything they do but it's kind of like interesting the uh what happened with that guy shane uh, gillis or whatever who got hired by snl and uh, then he got fired because, uh, you know, 
there's so much to that story that I thought was so weird, right? Like, so that guy, I don't know that guy first off. I want to throw that out there. I've never met him, I don't think. And uh, I looked up his stand-up to see, like, what his stand-up was like, because he's a stand-up comedian. And I thought his stand-up was funny, you know? Um, thought you, uh, you could tell, you know, when you're a comic, you could tell, like, who's, like, a decent comic. I wasn't cracking up or anything, but I was like, oh, he's a funny guy, you know? Like, he's good at stand-up. And then that clip that some guy found uh, and posted such an interesting thing i want to do a podcast with uh my buddy to talk about this because we kind of landed in the same exact spot on it there were all these comics online if you guys don't know the story this guy shane gillis um maybe it's gillis i don't know but he was uh he's on a podcast with his uh i think the other guy's a comic too i don't know and they're both just white guys and they're both just talking about how much they don't like chinatown and then they just start dropping the c word for Asian people, for Chinese people, rhymes rhymes with sink, right? Sinks. <laughs> so they just kept saying it, and they're laughing. But the thing is, they weren't saying. There wasn't like a bit. Like I don't. I, they weren't really laughing much either. They were just kind of chuckling about it. They just to me, and again, it's just like a little clip of you know a long podcast and everything. Um, maybe I'm missing something, but. To me, it came off. I grew up around a lot of guys who were just like white dudes who just thought it was kind of edgy to say the N word. Like they weren't, they weren't racist. Like they were. Maybe they were. They probably were kind of racist. I think. I think they're kind of racist, but they weren't racist. Well, they're, yeah, they're racist, but they weren't racist. Like they're gonna go commit a hate crime or something. You know what I mean? But I remember there were certain guys that used to. They would say the N word sometimes, and I and I would. All, I was that kid. I was like, guys, not around me. Like, don't say that crap around me. And they were like, oh man, Lauren's black. We had, there was like this one friend of theirs who was a quarter black. And it's like, they're like, he's cool with it. And it's like, dude, you know, not to dive into this guy Lauren's psyche or anything, but I'm pretty sure he was probably cool with it because he was trying to like fit in. There weren't a ton of black kids like where I grew up. And, you know, and these guys weren't saying it like in a, in a, you know, KKK type of way with like the ER and stuff. But they were saying it kind of like they thought it was like, oh, look at us. Like we're, we're so edgy and cool by saying, you know, the N-word. Like, it's, it's so strange to me, right? So they just, they're just kind of like ignorant white guys. And that's how these guys in the clip I saw came off to me. And I will say this too. The person who dug up stuff and was like, look at this guy who just got hired. Let's, you know, cancel him. I'm not for that at all. Like, that guy sucks too. If that's your thing in life. You know what I mean? If this guy actually, Shane, like committed a hate crime or something in the past and, you know, he was on a podcast saying like man we need to like you know get rid of get these people out of our country and you know uh they're not they're not as good as white people we're the master race like that's different he just to me came off like like guys are like oh look at us like that's just kind of how some people talk and it's crappy and i don't want to hang out with people like that and i would never be friends with somebody like that but uh and i've heard other comics you know from new york talk about and they say he's like a good guy and stuff i don't i don't know i don't know the guy all i'm saying is I was indifferent about this guy getting fired. I did not think, oh man, yeah, that guy needs to be fired. And I also wasn't, and there was, it was weird. If you looked online, I think someone wrote an article about it too, but a bunch of comics online, some of them were more like, yeah, oh, he's, you know, I'm glad he's fired or he should be fired and he's racist, he's a piece of shit. And then others were just like, it's comedy, man. It's comedy, right? So here's my point. Uh, and this is where my buddy and I like landed pretty much, I feel like we totally agree on this. Well, a couple things. One, if he was saying the N-word in that same context, like, oh, have you ever been down to you know, whatever, the black part of New York or whatever, and they, they were laugh two white guys saying the N-word and laughing, 
I think it would have landed way differently with a lot of people. The other thing is, I'm a comedian, right? That doesn't mean every time I'm talking, I get free reign because I'm a comedian. Yeah, like if I'm on stage or I'm doing a bit, I'm doing a character, or I'm, you know, I'm clearly joking, and I say something, that's totally different. Like uh, the, the example I gave is I listened to uh, Conan O'Brien has a fun podcast, Conan Needs a Friend, and, he, and him and Bill Hader, I think Bill Hader is hilarious, by the way, and their podcast, they were just friends talking everything back and forth, but they kept going into characters, they kept doing bits, they were saying things at each other, but it was so obvious they're doing it, they're changing their voice, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're doing a bit, they're doing a character, and... What I saw in that clip, this guy was just talking and saying, yeah, like, Chinatown sucks and all these C words, blah, blah, blah. And he kept saying it. And I guess there's other stuff that came out, which I didn't really dive too deep into because I wasn't too interested, where he was, uh, you know, he, he basically uses that word a lot. <laughs> it's just, that's just weird to me. I was brought up, I remember when I was a kid. I, you know, you know the curse words because other kids at the playground use them and then your parents, my parents taught me, you know, those are bad words, you don't say those words. And then when I found out racial slurs, I mean, I might have found those out earlier or around the same time. And I remember being like, because I was taught the F words, you know, fuck's worse than, you know, ass and ass is worse than shit, which I don't even know if that's true anymore. I think shit might be worse than ass according to TV people. But anyways, um... And then I went, uh, I asked my parents about, you know, like the N-word and stuff like that and, and the G-word for Korean people and the C-word for Chinese people and, you know, uh, you know, for Jews, I guess I could say because I'm Jewish kike, you know, that stuff. So I asked my parents about that and I go, I go, are those like as bad as the F-word? My parents are like, those are way worse than the F-word. Those words you never say under any circumstance. Those words were created and like used to put other people down who are you know because of who they are and they're like those are those words are just off limits like there's no point in ever saying them ever i'm like all right <laughs> you know or the f word for gay people you know so uh yeah so for me it's just kind of I don't know, it's just weird. It's weird to live that life where, like, oh, yeah, I dropped these words. Like, look at me. Like, I don't care. I think it's, like, this thing, and I'm just guessing, obviously. I don't know this guy of, like, look at me. I don't care, you know? I say what I want. And it's just, I don't think the guy should be fired for it. If he is fired, fine. If he isn't fired, fine. I wouldn't have, like, it would not have rocked my boat either way. But there were so many comics who were just like, it's comedy, man. Yo, you, they're trying to silence us. You, you can't kill comedy. I'm like, so my original point I was trying to get to, I'm talking right now. Am I doing a character? No. Am I making a joke? No. So does that mean if something I just said somebody has a problem with, my response is not, oh, well, let's discuss what you had a problem with. My response is just, dude, I'm a comedian, bro. I'm a comedian, man. I just do jokes, bro. It's like, you're not doing jokes 24-7. When I'm feeding my kids, I'm not... I am still a comedian. I'm not being a comedian in that moment. I'm feeding my kids. I'm reading my kids a book. I'm not being a comedian. So if I'm out at a party, this is a better example, the kids thing that really made no sense. If I'm out at a party, I can't just go up to people and talk the way I talk to crowds on stage because that'd be fucking insane. I'd be offensive. I'd be an asshole. I'd never be invited back. You know what I mean? I'm on stage. I, you know, I, I do a lot of crowd work sometimes. Like I'm just make like in a lighthearted way, but I'm like ripping on people. Can you imagine if it was just that my wife's like, oh, can you come to this work thing for me? I've been to, you know, for my wife, 
she's a teacher and one time her school had this thing went to like uh, some theater thing or whatever can you imagine if i was like oh what's up man look at this dude this guy looks like he fucking blah 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 look at oh look at this lady over here oh man you know <laughs> like people would be like uh christy your husband's a fucking dick <laughs> nobody likes him you can't just get away with saying whatever you want whenever you want if you're not in a situation where you're doing comedy like if this guy i'll tell you where i totally would have backed this guy if he was if if it was jokes if somebody if this guy i think this guy's name was seth something who like found i don't know who this person is who found this clip or whatever and tried you know got this guy canceled um if if it was a clip like oh look at this old stand-up bit he did you know it's offensive i'd be like dude shut the fuck up he's doing stand-up and even if i didn't like the joke or i didn't find the joke funny it's still shut up you're not supposed to get canceled for stuff like that you know he's doing comedy if he was even if he was on the podcast and it was clear they were joking but it didn't to me it didn't come off like they were joking i don't know either one of these guys i didn't watch the whole podcast or listen to it i wasn't really interested it actually was sent to me and then i forgot to listen to it because i have to listen to it when i'm back because of the whole internet situation here but anyways i thought it was it's, it is kind of hilarious that because Dave Chappelle's special came out around that time, and then pe people had this fake outrage about Dave Chappelle, and then Bill Burr's special came out, and people had their fake outrage about Bill, Bo Bill Burr. Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr are two of the best comics, right? Like, like most people, most comics are like, oh man, they're like the top, you know? Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr. Maybe you like other people too, but no one really says that these guys aren't awesome comedians. <laughs> and then uh, in the comedy community that I know of, but then, so this this thing happened with this guy Shane Gillis, right around that time, and so because he's not doing stand up, and just saying the c word toward Chinese people over and over again, not in a comedic way, everyone's like, dude, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, and Shane Gillis, man, people are just going after our best comedians. I'm like, what an interesting turn of events. This guy gets lumped in with Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr because he's saying light lightweight racist stuff i mean racist stuff but you know again I'm, the guy wasn't saying like let's let's kill them all you know he was uh but he was being racist you know he was coming off kind of racist and uh so he gets swept up with bill burr and dave show he gets lumped in with them jeez this this industry makes no sense the world makes no sense there's all these people out here working really hard trying to get stuff and then this guy gets to be lumped in with two of the best comedians doing it because he's saying racial slurs about Chinese people constantly. So, I don't know, man. I don't think Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones special and Bill Burr's Paper Tiger special and Shane Gillis's podcast where he just keeps shitting all over Chinese people with racial slurs. I don't think those are the same category, but whatever. Anyways, um, that's that's my take on that. I was indifferent to the whole thing. Doesn't Not the way I would talk. I didn't think it came off like he was joking. And that's the thing, even as an apology... He didn't say it was a joke. Oh yeah, he said something like, I take chances, as a, as a comedian, I take chances. It seemed like a weird apology. Because it didn't seem like he was doing a bit in that clip. And again, I'm always willing to be wrong. Oh, here's, here's the last thing I'll say about the whole thing. Um, well, for one, I thought, it, I thought his apology was weird. Um, you know, because he, it wasn't something he did on stage. Uh, or, in, or in any sort of uh, comedic capacity um so i thought the apology is kind of weird uh and then the other thing i'll say is a lot of people who just didn't a lot of people swept him up in that thing i just said with like Chappelle and bill burr 
like even some people I was listening to, uh, some podcasts, and you know, I listen to a guy who's like more to the left. I listen to he liked the way he tries to cover things. He tries to do his best to be, you know, impartial. But even he was like, "This is just the culture, man." He's like, "They're just trying to cancel this guy because of some jokes he told." It's like, no, dude, it's not jokes he told. It's it's him just talking extemporaneously on a podcast, and he's shitting all over Asian people. So like, he he's even lumping it in because whatever. And then there's people like uh, there's a conservative. Uh, this one conservative podcast uh, I listen to sometimes, and that guy was like, you know, yeah, this is just cancel culture. I'm like, this isn't, what is it? What are you talking about? It's not the same thing. You know what I mean? It's not the same thing, in my opinion, as <laughs> Dave Chappelle's special of stand-up and Bill Burr's special of stand-up. So a lot of people are just, again, I'm not saying cancel this guy. I hate this guy. I don't know the guy. I said I watched him as stand-up. I think he's a good comic or whatever. But that doesn't mean when you're not on stage or not doing something in comedy, you just get to say whatever you want with no punchline. And then everyone goes, it was just some jokes he told. It wasn't. What was the joke? I don't even know what the joke was. And, I, and he, never, he never even said, like, oh, on that podcast, that clip going around, we were joking around. You know what I mean? It was just kind of, as a comedian, I take chances. Like, dude, I take chances, too. It doesn't mean I get to... You know, hit my wife when I go home and be like, look, I'm just edgy, man. I'm just out there, you know what I mean? Uh, bucking the system. Um, anyways, that's my take. All right, please rate the podcast five stars and leave a review if you want. Um, and if you don't like it, don't fucking rate it, okay? No one cares. Thanks. Thank you for to my daddy.